0: Hey, welcome to Brews Culture. I'm your host, Evan Schwab. I own the gaming site Big Cultures, and I'm an aspiring Cicero. I'm here to help you pair quality craft beers with great games in order to maximize your leisure time. We'll talk about some of the best breweries and their histories alongside the ins and outs of games and the gaming industry. So stop in, take a load off, and enjoy excellent brews with us as we explore two of the most profitable business industries. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brews Culture. Today, I think we've got a pretty cool episode. It's not a widely distributed beer, but it is the first beer that we've had personally recommended and sent to us by uh, a Brews Culture's podcast listener. So I figured... We're starting season two. Let's let's hit on this beer. We've got a, a pretty big one lined up for next week. So mm-hmm. we're gonna hop right on in here and talk about this pretty unique beer. Now, before I get into the beer and game pairing, I, I typically like to touch a little bit on news, whether it's video games or beer related. Today, we're going to do a little different. It's still video game related. And in a sense, there's some craft beer exploration here as well. But in late December of 2021, early January of 2022, I applied for and became a seller on an app called Whatnot. You may have heard of this by now. This being early July when I'm recording this. But if you haven't heard of it, WhatNot is a live auction app website as well, where essentially it is as it's defined. It's a live auction for me, for BitCultures, which is which is my company, my website I run is a a game review site, and we also are a resale retail business entity that. Latter part began and uh we registered our LLC in February of, of 2022. But whatnot for us, we uh we sell mostly in the retro game section and the trading card game section. But whatnot is a collection of various sellers selling basically anything, everything, and you know, whatnot. So for for the purposes of this podcast, we'll focus on on retro games. For your average buyer, especially in the climate of whatnot right now, there are very few other places where you can get basically whatever you're looking for for a decent price under market value. This is both a boon and and a uh, you know a negative based on. You know, whether you're a buyer or a seller or both, as I am able to get quite a bit of inventory for basically dirt cheap through whatnot. But I've seen everything under the sun. Any game you can imagine has probably been sold on whatnot, except for maybe Poop Slinger. And if you don't believe me that that's a game, look it up. It's like the most expensive PS4 game on the market. (laughs) there's <laughs> there's a whole story behind that but i've seen titles geez uh, stuff from albert odyssey for the sega saturn which is a game that i rarely see anywhere to the devil's third which is a terrible game a wii u title but one that's worth four or five hundred dollars you know to I, i've done personally we did a mystery bag event where i essentially had the entire silent hill collection on ps2 and various other high ticket horror games like uh, all three fatal frames we had the splatterhouse for ps3 everything pretty much anything you can think of for that mystery bag event and people i mean the uh, the person who who won silent hill origin for ps2 which is about a $110 game paid $45 for their mystery bag. And if you're wondering how I make money on it, the, actually the mystery bag event, I had 30 items and it ended up making about $150 more than I would have if I sold everything separate at market value. So it's an interesting, interesting little gamble with mystery bags. They've done pretty well for me. Um, there's, you know, whatnot as a community that has, insane stuff. Now there's, it's not drama free. I think any, any form of social media platform, like, you know, Twitter, obviously Instagram, probably YouTube. Definitely. There's always going to be some sort of drama. There's, there's that within whatnot as well, unfortunately, but for the most part, if you're a buyer, if you're just looking to buy, there are very few other places I would rather go than whatnot. And if you're a business and you're looking for inventory, and you have your business license, you can qualify for um, no sales tax, which is brilliant. There are very few places that make it as simple to upload your information and get, get that sales tax exemption working for your business. Obviously, everything you purchase has to be used toward reselling or retail, whatever your business, but you can get things for dirt cheap i mean i just recently i got a couple games one of them was life is strange uh the new one i can't remember exactly the title got that for a dollar and i got the impatient vr for a dollar as well with whatnot you pay full price for shipping on the first item so it was four dollars and then you pay a varied rates after that in this case it was a dollar 50 per item after that so i i ended up paying you know $5.50 on shipping plus $2.00, so seven fifty dollars total. I just sold the Life is Strange game actually this morning for, I think, on eBay with, with shipping paid for by the Spire. It ended up being like $22.99. So I'll take home approximately probably like $17 or $18 on that $1 investment even if it's a five dollar investment if you include the the four dollars for that original shipping that is still three times what i put in it actually more than that but but you get the idea so you know from a business standpoint it's still pretty solid it's tough to sell in retro games right now unless you have some crazy stuff all the time so if you've got deep pockets it's a, there's probably a pretty solid turnaround rate. if you do mystery bags if you do them well you may not make as much money as the people who don't do them well, but you you can sleep at night and you still make a profit and, and I can attest to that. But yeah, so that's, that's actually what we've been doing for a while. While I was recovering, getting healthy, I was starting the reselling side of BitCultures on whatnot and doing pretty well. It's also fun to see, you know, it's got your, your typical social media, you know, hooks, you got a follower account. You know, you can make friends on there. It's 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 an interesting app. If you use our code, you can find it on our profile on Instagram at Bitcultures. You'll actually get yourself ten dollars when registering for whatnot, and it sends ten dollars for us to use on whatnot as well. But yeah, ch- you know, check it out. Even if you don't spend. Ten dollars if you don't spend a penny. It's an interesting platform, and and it is sometimes wild and fun to see what gets sold on there. We do also sell in the card game section, which isn't necessarily relevant here, but it is pretty much certain profits because the cards always seem to go, and and they always, you know, make a guaranteed set rate. So check out whatnot. The people there are. are Typically pretty great. You know, you've got the tools at your disposal too to see if a seller is recommended or not. There's a five-star review system. BitCultures probably sits at 4.98 out of five stars. I like to typically say if I see you've got like a 488 or higher, you're you're probably okay to shop with. Check it out, especially if you're if you're into buying and perhaps selling video games. With that said, let's hop on into our pairing today. We've got, like I said at the top, uh, a unique pairing in our first recommendation and and beer that was provided to us from a listener of Bruce Culture. And so this beer is going to be probably pretty difficult to find unless you live in Ohio. It is not widely distributed, so I do apologize for that. But if you are ever in Northeast Ohio and you do get a chance to stop at Hop Tree Brewing, which is located in Hudson, they have actually a terrific array of beer. So it is definitely a place worth stopping at if you are traveling in this area. And like I said, we're going to get back to the nationwide beer that you can try in the next episode. But uh, in this episode, we're, we're going to be talking about Crimson King and it is an Irish red ale from Hop Tree Brewing in Hudson. It has uh alcohol content of 4.5%. It comes in a 16 ounce can you know it's a it's a very pretty i don't want to say crimson it's it's a little bit lighter you know it's it's almost that red that uh, that you would recognize from your typical red ale but this one features toasted and caramel malts and and the description says toasted and caramel malts coalesce with earthy hops in our take on this classic style so if you're a fan of Irish beers, I, I believe the only one actually we've done on this podcast to point was Three Floyds Brian Boru, which was a terrific beer. We paired that one with East 9 Monstrum Knox, which is actually would have been a terrific fit for this beer as well. Uh, but, but we've got something good here. So what I particularly like about this beer, outside of it having a very classic Irish ale taste, something that's very pleasant aftertaste as well. But it's, it's pretty, uh, it's actually pretty smooth as far as mouthfeel goes. You know, it's not, it's not sharp, but, but what I really particularly enjoy about this beer is the flavor, the aftertaste that sits in your mouth long after you've had your sip. It's very comforting. You know, it's that toasted and caramel malts and, and really that toastiness, that toasted flavor. And you'll know when you, when you have a sip really hangs out in your mouth and it's it's very pleasant. <laughs> it's not very often that that I get caught up on aftertaste, but in this particular beer, it is very good. And I, I've always enjoyed a good red ale, you know, Killians, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Brian Borough was terrific. This is actually probably one of the best red ales I've had in a very long time. Yeah, it is very good. <laughs> now I cannot find this beer on Beer Advocate, but it is on Untapped, and on Untapped the the beer comes in at around like a three point eight I think out of five stars. So it's definitely a specific taste. Like I said, I I very much enjoy it. It's actually probably one of my favorite red ales I've had. In a very long time. But it's not for everyone, clearly. And you know what? Ohio really serves as kind of a, a crazy hub for craft beer. There's a lot. And I mean a lot of high quality craft beer in Ohio. And I think sometimes Ohioans get pretty tough on beer. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I'm no different myself, except I I like to enjoy all sorts of beer. I like to try stuff that's not from Ohio. Sometimes I like to to try stuff that's not from Ohio more than trying stuff in Ohio. Just because I like to experience life, you know? (laughs) like to experience stuff that I can't get all the time. I know in most of these scenarios, if I see a beer I can get in Ohio, I can get it anywhere. Especially at the Winking Lizard, as we've we've, uh, spoken about before. The rating here kind of segues into... Our game for the day, which is Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno was an action platformer that graced the PS3 and the Xbox 360 many years ago, <laughs> and it is it is loosely based on Dante Alighieri's uh, The Inferno. And I, when when this game came out. It was essentially panned as a God of War clone. God of War being Kratos, the trilogy that was on the PS3. Well, actually, the first two games were on the PS2 for God of War, with God of War 3 finishing off that trilogy on the PS3. The first two games were remastered later for the PS3, and uh, and then they all did very well. I was never a fan of God of War, not because of the gameplay, but because I just can't, I couldn't stand Kratos. He has been redeemed in the uh, God of War reboot with God of War Ragnarok coming out very soon. But Dante's Inferno was essentially God of War gameplay set in the universe of the Inferno, which is to say the, you know, the, the, the layers of hell. So when this game came out, I was pretty much a fresh, fresh teacher. I believe the game came out in 2011. I could be wrong. I did my student teaching in 2010 So I was probably subbing in 2011 and I'm an English major. I'm a licensed seven to 12 English teacher. And so a video game based on, you know, the epic of the Inferno was something that really appealed to me. And so Dante's Inferno features incredibly fast gameplay, lots of platforming and exploring very linear story Brutal combat, which is uh, in many cases over the top and excessive. But it also hits upon some pretty hard-hitting topics, which I believe garnered itself a, a pretty intense like warning before, you know, like a trigger warning, essentially. I mean, there's some dark stuff in the Inferno which translated over to the game pretty well uh, in my opinion. But for those of you who don't know and I and I'll I'll summarize this in in the shape of the game so that I'm not you know <laughs> professing to you about the inferno. But in the game in Dante's inferno the game, Dante has come home from committing many sins while serving in the Catholic army during the Crusades. One of those sins is his unfaithfulness to his wife. And she is spirited away into the underworld, essentially by Lucifer, who she made a proclamation before Dante left um, about his faith and about his faith to her. And when Dante Broke that faith. She was taken. She's taken right before his eyes, too, when he gets home. But she was actually she's she's murdered pretty much as he is coming home. And then Dante follows her spirit that's being kidnapped into the layers of hell in order to to win her back. It's. It's an interesting game. The story obviously is, it takes its own roots through the Inferno. Uh, One of the cool pieces though with with Dante's Inferno is that the entire literature of the Inferno is provided in in an ebook type of format. So for those who are interested in the Inferno, or who found an, a, a newfound interest in the Inferno from playing Dante's Inferno, it was cool to know that, hey, it was right there at your fingertips if you wanted to read it. But yeah, so Dante's wife is is stolen by the Crimson King, <laughs> you know, Satan himself, which the name Crimson King, you know, is derived from Satan. Also a Stephen King uh, character in the Dark Tower. William Blake obviously the inferno and you spend the game barreling through the layers of hell to retrieve your 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 wife whom you betrayed it's an interesting interesting arc the visuals are are actually I just actually put it in again it's available on Xbox Game Pass for those of you who have subscribed I was very impressed visually with how the game holds up today. I mean, it's 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 almost sometimes, in a sense, more impressive than games that are coming out today. Now, it probably benefits from playing. I, I played it on a Series X, so it probably benefits from the, you know, FPS boost. But you, much like Final Fantasy 13 is very much improved with frame rate and, and visuals, probably gets a little bit of that, but still it's, it's impressive for its age, but much like the beer, you know, it is, it does have a very smooth taste. It it, it plays very smoothly. It's actually extremely polished. It is published by EA. So obviously they have some experience making uh, games that flow well, even though everything works well even though the story is interesting, it was certainly panned for being a God of War clone, being cliche in many aspects. And, and there there will always be dissenters to the type of graphic content that was contained within the game, which which I get. You know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. And, and I respect that. But in order to fully experience art which I like to argue that many video games are and can be not all of them, of course, but, but many are, and can, can be looked at as art. And in the case of a game based on Dante's Inferno, I think that's a pretty strong case there too, but sometimes you need to get uncomfortable when really trying to tackle what is important in art. There's a lot to be learned often that case is, is still there in the in Dante's Inferno even though it's a game it's meant to be enjoyed it's meant to be challenging it's it's meant to be all these things but much like a movie or a book or any sort of interactive you know multimodal literacy i i don't remember if we've spoken about multimodal literacies in the past but in today's classroom, there should be a focus on multimodal literacies. Video games are multimodal literacy, but in any case, in this form of of literature, there there is something to be learned, something to be to be taught, and something worthwhile in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, much like much like the Crimson King beer, that is. Well received by many, but also panned by you know, probably people who drink a lot of beer, a lot of various beers, or maybe Cicerones, or what have you. The two share sort of a, a bond, a uh, the two share a I guess we'll we'll just go with bond in this case. But they but they share this this common you know denominator of being a ripoff of something else that maybe performs better, tastes better to, to some people, or, or or sometimes people just don't like things that aren't the original. And it's as simple as that. But both are worthwhile. The Crimson King Irish Ale is terrific. It's one of the best Irish ales I've had in a very long time. If you're in Northeast Ohio, or really probably most of Ohio, it's probably pretty widely distributed. Ohio very much likes to share its beer amongst itself. So you probably can find it even if you're not in the Hudson area. Very much recommended if you're looking, especially if you're looking for an Irish red. I know I'm not always looking for Irish reds, but if I am, this is, it's terrific. I, I mean, I'm still tasting the memorable toasted notes of this beer i really can't speak enough about that i really enjoy it but much like that uh if you enjoy a really good action platformer because honestly there haven't been many like god of war since god of war 3 i off the top of my head i cannot think of really any other game that kind of kind of hits that i mean devil may cry is still coming out and those are similar in in many senses but but nothing quite like god of war and in this case dante's inferno so you know especially for the younger the younger generations it's kind of crazy thinking about like the ps3 came out what was it? 06 i was graduating high school i believe when it came out and he, that's a long time ago now. <laughs> so, so for the uh, younger generation who maybe hasn't experienced this yet, there's still a lot to enjoy from Dante's Inferno. Gameplay wise, it still holds up. Visually, it still holds up. The storytelling is is done pretty well. And while it's not super faithful to the uh, the you know origin context, it is still worthwhile to play and experience on its own with that you know we're gonna call it a night we'll call it a day hop tree brewing in hudson ohio's crimson king irish red ale and dante's inferno god of war style action platformer make a terrific pairing and and really both are things that i i hope everybody gets a chance to try at some point in their in their lives but as usual Please drink responsibly and have yourselves great days and or nights. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.